You and Chris are going to be in here talking about God knows what. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to the Retro Show Podcast. Podcast excellence is done somewhere, probably not here. <laughs> I'm Butch Renfro, and I am joined by my partner in crime. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the microphone, Chris Curtis. Oh, my gosh. My crowd's back. Your crowd's oh, back, man. Oh my What's up, guys? Yeah, just we're just going to keep doing that. We're we're, we're going to beat that into the ground. Might as well. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the show, folks. Uh, it is it is good to have you here. Uh, did you know, Chris? Now that we have a phone number, what? Yeah, we have a phone number now. We actually have a, a a way that people now can contact us and leave a voicemail or a text at five zero one six nine seven nine nine three three. Five zero one six nine seven nine nine three three, and guess where they can find That's out? That's five zero one nine six seven. No, six nine seven. Yes, nine nine three three. Yes, I got it. See, you got it now. But they can also find it at at the website, which is also where they can find like a plethora. That's the big word of the day, folks. That's a very big word. Plethora. That is a very big word. Very big word. A plethora of information about this podcast, including where all you can listen to us and, of course, the aforementioned phone number, which is 501-697-9933. Thank you very much. Ain't technology cool? And see, they can either – now, no one's going to answer. No one's going to answer. Like, don't expect Chris to pick up the phone. Well – you, you never know, know. And, but you can call and leave us a voicemail. If you leave us a voicemail, we may just you know use it in the show. Oh, so yeah, see. So I'm fixing to throw you under the bus, okay? Because like six weeks ago, right? We discussed the pictures from the junior high annual. Oh, and I actually went to our website. And, and guess and, what? And I actually said Brother I was going Butch to. Butch has not done. Dude, I've been slacking. You have. I've been slacking. But I love that pink flamingo on your shirt. Thank you, man. Isn't that cool? A that little floaty. Cool. I like, I like the dog. It yeah. is a floaty pink flamingo it's with a, a dog laying on it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's actually. a floaty pink flamingo, which, by the way, great band name. Floaty pink flamingo. <laughs> I don't know if it's better than Caterpillar Suicide. Though. Caterpillar Suicide. <laughs> so check out my shirt, man. Dude. Uh, so PFB. That is Prigden Family Brewery. And this was the third brewery we went to on Saturday. Me and a couple of other guys. Our wives were in Florida, so we took our own vacation trip. A little road trip. And did microbreweries around Arkansas. And... This was the third one, and I couldn't tell you where it's at. <laughs> so you weren't driving? No, oh, we, okay. we actually um, paid a guy to drive us. Oh, okay. Cool. We had a, he was a young guy, but he was, I mean, it was one of the other guy's sons, but he had to put up with three drunk old men. I mean, I, we had a blast. Dude. Yeah, that poor guy. But if y'all are in Arkansas, there is a plethora See there. of microbreweries. Right yeah, there are. And... Uh, 
I also uh, wanted to take this opportunity uh, to go on a rant. Uh-oh. Yeah. And is it on me? No, it's not on oh, you. Oh, thank God. But here, here's the thing. Uh, you know, sometimes you just have to take a stand on things. Okay. And even if they're, if it's going to cost us some listeners, I just have to say it. Uh, Coca-Cola is superior to Pepsi in every way. Well, See, I went there. I would have to agree to disagree. Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm a Pepsi man. Oh, man. Always have been. I took the Pepsi Challenge at an early age. You remember yeah, that? You I, remember the Pepsi I, Challenge I back in the day? Yeah, back it was one of the TV commercials. Yeah, and yeah. I literally, I took it in McCain Mall. Yeah. And I said, there ain't no way in hell. I'll tell you exactly what each one of these is. And oh, they I taste totally them. different. Oh, they do. They do. They absolutely do. Um, but I'll tell you, and I'm also going to say this, that I think I would take a Dr. Pepper over either I think I would those. too see there I, I would we too. have come we have now come together at we're, first we were divided by we're denominational divided. differences we are not but divided. now we, we, we have come back together and and we have come back on this so let me give you the topic of today's show and eventually <laughs> we may circle around to it I don't know but today uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, restaurants that we used to have back in the day like 70s and 80s and even 90s that we just don't have anymore. Yeah, they, they just yeah. faded away. And some of these, a lot of these are going to be national chains, going to be honest with you. And some of these we're going to mention may be local establishments. But I think everybody can relate to that no matter where they live in that maybe they had like local restaurants when they were kids. Yeah, that's They used to be around, you know. But, I mean, I can tell you right now, looking at this list, just starting on A – yeah. yeah, never heard of those. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just printed this out. You know, there's from, a lot. There's a but lot there's of, a lot that we never had here. Yeah, we Arkansas was kind of behind on. Yeah, they like were. That. I mean, you had to go to Little Rock to find all the bigger chain restaurants. And here's the thing: there's actually a couple that I thought of on there. I was going, surely they're not around anymore. Well, they are. They're just not here anymore. Right. So yeah. But anyway, um, anything else that's going on that I wanted to? Oh yes, uh, in regards uh, uh, back to the website again, folks. Um, if you would like to find out anything about this show, you can go to retroshow.net. Uh, we have a Facebook group that we give shout outs to every once in a while and love to have you guys uh, join us there and, uh, and join in the fun. But uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about restaurants that we don't have anymore. All right, folks, we are back on the podcast. Chris, uh, I, I know you've looked over this list here, and and what you know now. There's a lot of these defunct ones here that that I remember uh, from back in the day, and and maybe I never ate at them, but I knew they used to be around. I just never ate at one, and one of those was Burger Chef, and I remember that. I, I remember Burger Chef, but I don't I don't know that I ever ate at one. Yeah, I don't think, Honestly. but I remember seeing like maybe on a family road trip would see them. But, but we never stopped at one. But apparently, that was like a, a kind of a big deal. And if any of you guys listening remember Burger Chef, please jump on the website and talk to us about yep. it. Because, you tell, know, us, tell us, tell, tell us, us what we were missing. Because but I see one on here that I do know we used to have and that I do know we used to go there, and that was Casa Bonita. Oh, yeah, definitely Casa Bonita. The sopapillas, man. Yeah, and you put the little flag up. And then come back around they with the, the soap. They had that all-you-can-eat Mexican dinner. Yeah, they did. That's what the little flag was for. Yeah. Bring me more, <laughs> sir. I would like to engage That's in more gluttony. I look like I weigh 9,000 pounds. That's, uh, no, you don't. <laughs> dude, dude, you're looking good. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, man. You, Not in a gay way like Vikings. Like Vikings, exactly. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> 
but and, and then uh, Farrell's Ice Cream Parlor. Do you remember yeah, Farrell's? I do, man. I, I spent a lot of time in Farrell's. Okay, so here's the thing about Farrell's that was cool. Is that, first of all, it was like set around like, early 1900s type decor they had people running around in like you know the, they the, had the barbershop quartet they had like the barbershop quartet guys there the look i mean that that was their uniform. yeah it was, it was the pin, uniform the hat and, yeah. Oh, yeah and 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 the girls had like the big giant skirts that they yep. wore back in the day but it was an ice cream parlor and man i remember you could get it and, and their menu was printed it looked like an old yeah. newspaper just yep and it was so much fun man i mean i always looked forward as a kid uh, to, to, to go into Farrell's. And then later on in high school, you know, you take a date there. Yeah. You know, it was just a fun time. And if you wanted to embarrass somebody, <laughs> you would tell them it was their birthday. Absolutely. And they'd they come were... around with a big bass drum. Boom, boom. Happy, happy birthday. Da, 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 yeah. Da. yeah. So. Um, I always, we, me and my creature. Oh, yeah. Me and Rach, we were in there one night and they had. It was the perfectly scooped, one scoop, perfectly scooped of vanilla ice cream, and it was a hundred dollars. What? Yeah, that was on the menu. One perfectly scooped. scooped what a vanilla ice cream. And we talked about we need to order this just, just, just because. We, we yeah. mean, a hundred dollars back then was you might as well have been a thousand dollars now. Yeah. So. And some of these that we might mention. Folks, if you live in a part of the country, because some of these you may have like there may be like three restaurants left that carry this name. So, you know, if if we say something and you say, well, that's not, you know, that we have one in our town, then, you know, jump on and let us know. Because, uh, you know, we you know, this is a Wikipedia list. And so we don't know that it's entirely accurate. But, you know, uh, Furs, you remember Furs Cafeteria? I do. And My actually, there a lot. They like and they had like a couple of locations <laughs> in Little Rock. And and it's like recently, <laughs> I think those. I oh, just, wh- I just saw one that I'm just like, oh, I wish that was still around. Oh, which, what is it? Tell Tia's, me a story. Tia's Tex-Mex. Tia's Tex-Mex. Dude, Tia's was I can't tell you money. how many times I left Tia's hammered. Tia's was money. They had the, the, the sangria and margarita mixed. Oh, my gosh. Margaritas. Oh, my God. They were that's like headache. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Turn Ready Cindy, to go sir, right there. Turn Cindy Curtis loose on one of those. And <laughs> Howard Johnson's. Now, I remember Howard yeah. Johnson's restaurants because we did actually eat there a few times, I remember, as a kid. And uh, we would actually... Uh, you know, show up and, and, and go to a Ryan's, my man, or not Ryan's, uh, Howard Johnson. And I haven't seen one of those in, in years. Uh, uh, one, another one on this list that I remember that was open until maybe recently was Kenny Rogers Roasters. I do remember Kenny Rogers. I, I never ate there. I didn't either. But, but I remember the commercials for it. Lone Star Steakhouse. And, man, they yeah, closed now? I guess. Get out of here. I guess. There was, there was one here in town. Yeah. And I'm not, no, not that. I'm thinking out there at um, Ramada Inn, um, it was, we ate there. Oh, the Howard Johnson? No. No. At Ramada Inn, it was a restaurant there. Oh. Started, um, Back in the day, what was that? Yeah, oh, I know what you're talking about. It was uh, Bowen's. Bowen's. Bowen's, yeah. Bowen's Restaurant. Yeah, we ate there a lot. Yeah, that was a great, that, that was one of those all-you-could-eat kind of things, but it was really good all-you-could-eat. Yep. Uh, 
It's really good stuff right But a funny there. thing about this list, man, is I don't – a lot of these I don't recognize yeah. at all. Well, Poe folks, I do because I remember uh, – and that was kind of one of those places in the 80s you could go and get like – like Southern cooking and stuff like that. So I, I remember, remember that. And there's one called Red Barn, too, that, that was kind of the same thing, kind of the same concept. It was all country-type food. And both of those kind of have come and gone. Um, Bonanza. Now, I know there's probably still some open yeah. somewhere. But, man, you remember back in the day, you could get a Bonanza ribeye for like $1.99 on Tuesday <laughs> nights. If someone offers you a dollar ninety nine steak today, you need to run, man. Because what was the good thing about work, uh, uh, going to Bonanza was the people that you knew that were there yeah. cooking, and they couldn't screw your food up because they were cooking it basically as you came down the line. Yeah, because right you saw them right there. Yeah, but a lot of them were high school buddies, and so they I'd were. mess with them, you know, while they were sitting there back there working, and they couldn't really do anything. Another one that surprised me, and I guess they got bought up by. Um, uh, what was that? Chuck E. Cheese, and that's Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz, yeah. And I, I remember I was just looking at that when you taking that. my my boys to that when they were little bitty before yeah. it got uh, changed over. But yeah, I remember Showbiz Pizza, and man, honestly, you couldn't pay me to go into a Showbiz or a Chuck E. Cheese. No, no, no. I've, no. Ne- I've ne- actually never been in one. So yeah, well, good um, for you. Steak and ale. Steak and okay. Let me tell you, last time I ate a steak and ale because I know there was one open uh, here locally in Little Rock until about yeah. two thousand. Yep. Because I remember uh, uh, we got rewarded uh, at work and taken by the boss to steak and ale for lunch. That's and so, awesome. Yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, but, you know, uh, there, there's a, you know, there's quite a bit of these. And, and some of you folks out there may know of some of these other chains here that, that just aren't around anymore. But I'll tell you now that I want to talk about local chains. And the reason I'm going to do that is because I think we all have these local restaurants. That local chains, just local restaurants. Uh, local chains, yes, local restaurants, locally owned restaurants. And a lot of these are dairy bars, yep. okay? And the good thing about a dairy bar is you know what the burger's going to taste like at almost any dairy bar That's correct. out there. They, they all have kind of the same flavor. And if it's a good dairy bar, man, those burgers are top notch and you can still find them out and about today i can tell you where two are at right now today yeah marshall arkansas yes the daisy bar the daisy bar and then salem over between benton and going the back way towards pinnacle yes salem dairy bar yeah so good good ice cream good milkshakes good burgers yes and listen dairy bars this is my definition of what you have to have at a dairy bar it's to serve hamburgers. Okay. They gotta have soft serve ice cream. Yep. Soft serve. They have to offer banana splits. They have to. It's like state law. There's another requirement in there that you, you and may agree or disagree dogs. with. Yeah. But pizza burger. A pizza Okay, Tasty Freeze. Yep. Uh, Tasty Freeze. Tasty Freeze was a chain, but they were all like locally owned things. And I remember uh our local one was Miss um There were two. Yeah. The Woods own one. The Woods own one. And, and Miss um, Richardson. Miss yeah, Richardson. The Richardson's oh. on the one over by Clausen's was the Richardson's. Yes, the, the Richardson's. Woods on the ones that ended up being com- uh, uh, the fish house. The fish house. Yeah. Where the fish house was, which is no longer there. But a good dairy bar needs to have, uh, you know, and they can serve tots too. Yep. But fries, they got to be the skinny type fries. You got to have. The burgers and you got to have the soft serve ice cream. Well, there's one on that's not on this list. That's what I was looking for. What are you looking for? Minute Man. Minute Man. 
Yes. Back in the day, Minuteman had a lot of locations, especially across the South and Midwest. And uh, I ate at the last Minuteman in Little Rock, uh, and it closed down in like the mid-2000s. And they used to have one in Benton too. There yeah. was still one in Benton. There was one in Conway that I mean, if you if you live here, y'all will recognize Shorty's. Shorty's. Shorty's is where Minuteman. Now Shorty's was. is still around. Shorty's is still yeah, here. Shorty still made good burger. They're like a dairy bar, and they have a pizza burger too. They do the have way. a pizza burger. Yep, they do, and that's that's good food. Oh, uh, but Minuteman was a lot like Bonanza. They cooked them right in front of right you. In front you walked of in, and it was charbroiled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were good. And uh, <laughs> the Minuteman in Little Rock had also added cheese dip to their. Really? Yes. And it was like, you could get a, you could also get like, you could get the usual Minuteman stuff. And then they also had like burritos and just, I mean, fantastic Mexican food too. That they Why do these places menu. go out of business? I don't food? know. Uh, that's my phone beeping oh, I don't over know here. What that was. So, uh, it's, what's it trying to tell me? <laughs> I oh, watch nothing. a lot of spy stuff. I thought we Look out. <laughs> Run, uh, but yeah, man, just Kid, like all, all these restaurants from back in the day. Let's read some of these off the list to see if some of these people that don't yeah, live okay. where we're at that that may. Um, I'm just going to read them. Beefsteak Charlie's. I'm familiar with, but I never yep. ate there. I never ate there. Best eaten? Uh, no. And, and and I mentioned Burger Chef. Um, Chi-Chi's. Chi-Chi's. I remember that. Uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, there was Chi-Chi's. Was that Mexican. a Mexican restaurant? Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chicken George. Chicken George. I don't remember that at all. They, we never had one of those. China Coast. Here. I don't remember China Coast. I don't either. remember China Coast. Um, let's see. <laughs> Mr. Gaddy's. Do you remember Mr. Gaddy's Pizza? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. And Godfather's Pizza. Yep. That was a good one. There's uh, still Godfather's around. I ran into one of those not too long ago. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. Uh, it, we, I'm, Cuffy's I'm to, Coffee, I don't remember that. Okay. I got one that's not on the list, and I know that there's one still in existence, but there may not be a lot of them. That's Mazio's Pizza. But, yeah. And well, do you remember what it was before Mazio's bought them out? Ken's. Ken's Pizza. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something right now Ken's Pizza is awesome it and was if you good. go to and i have I, I have wandered into a an existing mazio's now that still serves the kins recipe you can order a kins they have a kins menu oh really yes and where is this at? it's in batesville arkansas and I go to batesville quite yeah a bit. so if you see the mazio if the mazio's is still open at one time they still that you could order a kins pizza off of well, guys when i was a kid when i was a teenager if if you were man, if we were going to Ken's, I was in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did. We spent a lot of time at Mazio's too, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I never ordered pizza at Mazio's because I couldn't get past one thing that they had that is really good. What's that? They're nachos. Yeah. They're nachos. They're nachos. Incredible. Were incredible. They, and I, I think mean, they still serve those. I'm in sure some they the restaurants. do. Those if were they fantastic. They don't. That, that's a dumb marketing move. I'm yeah, it is right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tia's Tex-Mex. I remember Tia's. God, Tia's was awesome. That's We just talked about yeah, Tia's. Yeah, we, we talked about Tia's. But, uh, yeah, a lot of these, though, in here I've never heard of. I've never heard of Waldorf System, Weenie no. Beanie, Weston's. You know, and a lot of these may be regional 
ESPN Zone. I've never eaten an ESPN yeah. Zone. Fashion Cafe. Yeah, Zoe's Kitchen. You know, I don't know any of those, yeah. but, you know, it's on that list. And so, uh, you know, a lot of them. <laughs> he just threw the list out in the middle of the table. I just threw the list. list. The, yeah, we're, so we're done with that list, sir. I want to bring up some of the local restaurants that we had that yes. were here forever and are now gone. Yes. I'm, I, I, Clement's Donuts. Can I just throw that oh out my there? God, did you, I compare every donut and i don't eat donuts very often anymore i just try to stay away from them but i compare every donut to a clements and they're just not any they, out there and they're all lacking they are very lacking when it comes to clements donuts frank brandon's drive-in okay let me tell you the thing about frank brandon's dairy bar for sure yep but they were the original drive-in they were the original drive-in but it was the limeades Limeades, lemonades. That they didn't. They, it was fresh, and they were fresh and lemonades. They, and, it wasn't and, no BS. And I don't know the exact recipe. I have an idea of what it is, <laughs> and I've never been able to talk, talk Mark Brannon out of it. No, you won't. And, but, so really and truly, Frank Senior that opened Frank Brannon's, he is accredited with the first like world record foot long hot dog. Oh yeah. My dad is actually in that picture. He had the Conway oh, really? High football team. From like fifty seven or fifty eight, cool. they're all holding this hot dog. I mean, this long. Hot I think dog. I've seen that photo yep. before. It was hanging at the fish house for a while because yeah. Bobby Brandon was helping that guy right. down there, and he put a lot of old photos down there from back in the day. Uh, but my dad, my dad talked about that. That's where it was. If you've ever seen Happy Days, where they went to, yeah. to uh, what was the cat's name? Um, Ar- uh, Arnold's. Arnold's. Yeah. That's what Frank Brandon's was. It them. was, and he got like the first electronic yes. ordering system, yeah. like order place, like <laughs> yeah, order place, order place. Uh, but it's like the first electronic order, or like because he opened this like right after World War II. Yes, and it was like the first electronic ordering system, like one of the first ones in the country. Yep. And I'm telling you, up until they closed, man, and that was a sad day for me, man. It was a sad day I'm for a lot you, of people. That was a, some of the best food that you could so get. So when, when, when we were growing up, you went through backwards. Uh-huh. Like the passenger was at the window. Yes. You remember yes. that? And then yep. they finally switched it around where you they can't do the other side. So the because other people side. were having to crawl across their vehicles to get their food and stuff. But um, I'm going to bring up about it. me and I think it was me and Donnie Owen and Mike Rachel and John Pickett. We were headed up to camp. We were all in scouts together, and we were headed up to camp. Of course, we were driving at the time, and we said, let's pull through Frank Brandon's. And they had a special. It was like four cheeseburgers for $4.25. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was, And they were awesome. I yeah. mean, you can get four of them, and, of course, you, you got your own four because they It were, was usually mustard, onion, and pickle. That's it. And that's, that's it. it. And, and that's all it needed. Yep. And uh, <laughs> we pull up to the thing. <laughs> Order, please. And uh, I start to order, and Donnie Owen in the back says, is that Fat Frank up there? <laughs> sure is. <laughs> he was a, Him and my dad went to high school together. They oh were friends. But he, every time I pulled in there with Cindy in the car, he was all like, why are you hanging out with this ugly dude? You're too pretty to be hanging out with this ugly yeah. dude. He oh, he'd so do funny. that to Debbie, too. Yeah. He'd, he'd say that. So yeah. He was so funny. Yeah, man. he was a good dude, man. Yep. But yeah, uh, other restaurants I remember from back. Okay, so we've yeah, mentioned both the Tasty Freezes, which were Both the were Tasty Freezes, which were money. Both yep. of them were good, but I yep. I preferred uh, Miss Richardson's. 
Uh, it didn't matter to me. Didn't matter one. to me. Well, she had a better pinball machine. She so. did have a better pinball machine. And a good that is true. So there's that. Yeah. And uh, but there was downtown. Uh, you had uh, Bob's Grill, and yep. I'm talking about old Bob's Grill, yep. not what. It, oh, I, I know. Listen, nothing against Bob's Grill now, but it ain't what it was back in the day when it, Bob owned it. Yep. You know, Bob Green, and um, but you know, it's like that whole local restaurant thing. That man, if you've got one of those in your town, go to those instead of yeah. the big chains because they need your business. And man, sometimes you're going to get just so it was ba- that Bob's Grill back then was basically a plate lunch serve cafeteria style. Mm-hmm. They had two or three entrees and a bunch of vegetables, and that yeah. you go through, or you could order a burger if you wanted a burger, right. and they'd bring you a burger. Um, yeah, I ate but it was a, a meat and three. Yeah, it was. It was a meat and three. Yes. Nothing meat, wrong with that. One meat, three vegetables is what he's saying for yeah. all you youngsters out there. Don't yeah. know what a meat and three is. Um, DNL Cafe that was downtown, very good. Coed lunch. Cafe. Coed Cafe was yeah. very good. Um, I'm, I'm fixing to mention one that a lot of people in Conway are going to go. Oh hell yes! Wished it was still around. It's not. Uh, and Truck Stop. Clausen's Truck Stop. Let me tell you stories. Oh, man. I've got so, a bunch of stories. So here's the thing about Clausen's Truck Stop. First of all, it was a truck stop, <laughs> and it was, and it predated. It predated. It it it's it it's on an old state highway here. Mm-hmm. That it was. It was in town, but it was sixty four and sixty five. But it predated the interstate. Yep. Okay, and so it was a truck stop because you know back in the day that it was a truck stop. Highway sixty five is still a major highway. Right today but let me tell you about <coughs> for college students when 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 we were going to school you would study for finals and yep. then we would end up at clausen's yep and what'd you get uh jumbo cheeseburger and, and fries with i didn't ever get gravy i'm gonna get the brown I, gravy i wasn't a gravy fan dude a i love the brown did. gravy i i got the brown gravy on i the knew fries. exactly where you were yep. going with that but i you know, up front, jumbo cheeseburger though was out of this world. It was. It may, listen. Did you? I don't know, think at, there's a better burger on the planet ever. Stobie's, which is another restaurant. Oh, here that man, that ain't even close. No, but they have a Clawson burger. Oh, I know, and I've had it recently, and I'm going, dude. This, That's this not really, the same. this is ridiculous. Don't even yeah. name it this because it's not. You know even what's close. missing? Everything. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the secret sauce was or the secret flavoring. There was enough cigarette smoke in that place when you walked in. No, I'm serious, dude. You, you, first of all, you couldn't even see the back of the restaurant. It, it, was, it was like a fog in there. It was just people in there smoking, talking like this. How you doing, yeah, son? But everybody came from the VFW, and they would go there. Yeah. You saw all kinds of – I'm going to tell oh. you a funny story from, from, from Clausen's restaurant. I was working downtown at a, a, a local arcade. Right. I, mean, I was twenty, about 20 years old. Yeah. And the owner, uh, Robert Norris – uh, we would close. There was no curfew at that time, so we would close at 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday nights. Right. Well, as soon as we closed, we'd go to Clausen's. We're sitting at Clausen's. Like, you remember you walked in the door, and there was to your right, there was a row of booths that just kind of wrapped around the restaurant. Right. And then they had all those round tables, tables yeah. in the center with the poles. And uh, we sat in the second booth right inside the door. 
And the lady comes over and she takes her order. Well, these two guys walk in, dude, and they are stoned out of their mind. It was hilarious. <laughs> their eyes are so red. And they're just like Chinese eyes. And they're laughing and they can't stop laughing. And they sat down in the booth behind us. Oh, no. And, and one of them, they're laughing. Of course, me and Robert are laughing because we know they're stoned. And, and he leans over the booth and says, Hi, I'm Jay and I'm burnt. And of course, we all laughed at that. Well, they're still laughing. And about that time, the door opens and two Conway PD boys walk <laughs> in. It was goes dead silence i mean and you hear one of them go uh oh <laughs> and those two those two police officers sat right across to them at one oh, of those round incredible. tables and they, they ordered coffee and they just both sitting there staring at these two guys and these guys i robert's got his back to him but i can see over the booth and they're just they are just staring at their food they're not looking up they're not looking anywhere i'll never forget that. it's so funny they went from just wide open to dead silence to uh, yeah just all oh. the oxygen gets sucked out of the room that is hilarious yep. man you see all kinds of stuff at Clawson's Restaurant. All Clawson's kinds Restaurant. of stuff at Clawson's yeah. Restaurant. Well, man, this is fun. I love talking about yesteryear and stuff like that. Guys, uh, join us on Facebook. If you would like to go on there, talk to us and tell us about – I'm going to put a question out there in, uh, about the time this show airs about some of your favorite restaurants from – back in the day and we'll come back on another episode and talk about that or you know you can call us and tell us about your favorite restaurants we'd love to have that too at 501-697-9933 and we're going to stop right here and take a break but we're going to be right back this is the retro show with butch and chris hey chris guess what what we got producers did I, you know that i know we got producers yeah these fantastic lovely individuals have decided that they're going to support the podcast by committing to three dollars a month i mean come on man you're $3. not even gonna miss three dollars man you can't even buy a bubble gum for three dollars well you, <laughs> you can't you get that cheap nasty kind you know what i mean it's really yes, you know not, Flavor's gone in about 10 seconds. Yeah, it's not even the good bubble gum. But anyway, folks, uh, here are the people that we have that support us. Brand new to our list is Kevin Goff. Yep, Mr. Goff, thank you very much. Yeah, and then LNC Corporation. You don't mess with LNC You do not cross the LNC Corporation. Norton! 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 And Chris B. Thank you, Chris B. Uh, Nancy Schwartz. Nancy Schwartz. Yeah. Who Nancy else is on there? Nancy Schwartz. Who else is on the list, man? Josh Ramsey. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. Fran Adams. E-M. E-M. And Bradford, Bradford the Behemoth Mason. Mason. Well, Behemoth Beast. Kind of the same thing. It's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, our original... Sponsor, our original producer. Number one in our hearts. Tanya Highland. Thank hey, you. guys, you can go to RetroShow.net, click support the podcast, and find out how you can be one of our fine producers. Butch, what's this Van Halen symbol doing on this? It's, it's pretty. <laughs> this show is sincerely dedicated from the bottom of our hearts yes. to Colonel Matthew Cooper, United States Marine Corps. U.S. Retired. <laughs> he gets his own. Wait a minute. Hey, how do you know Butch touched the wrong button? Matt, 
There you go, baby. Thank you for your service, we sir. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for, your for, for all of you who have served out there, any branch of the military, our police, our firemen, uh, you people, uh, nurses in the hospitals, listen, we love all of you. We appreciate you for what you do, and you are always going to be number one with us. We back the blue, baby. Yeah, we do. And we, we back, back all of you. We back our troops, for yep. sure. For sure. Uh, guys, uh, if you'd like to join us uh, on, on, on the red, on, on our. <laughs> On the podcast. On the podcast. <laughs> I get up there talking bad. Good grief. Um, oh, you're going to have to edit that. I'm gonna, no, I'm not. I'm going to leave you're, it You're going to leave that in? Yeah, so I can, you know, like I have these things. I like, can make you edit it. Uh, I know you could. <laughs> you know, but sometimes things, you know, I think I'm talking perfectly good English, and I'll c- go back and listen, and it's like, man, mumble dog, faith, do banana patch, and I'm like, What? What sound, was I saying? Sound there? like Boomer. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. W.net. Uh huh. Okay, okay. I, I've got to chase a rabbit here. King of the Hill, absolutely hilarious. And I'll tell you, one of my favorite episodes is when the Megalomart blew up. I I have seen a lot of cuts of King of the Hill. Yeah, you never watched something I watched. Okay, if you ever get a chance to watch this particular episode. There's a, they have a place that's kind of like Lowe's or Home Depot or something called the Megalomart. Right. And it blows up. It's like a gas leak and the whole thing just blows up. And so Boomhauer goes to call 911. <laughs> and the whole, it's it's one of the funniest, you go boom. And you hear the operator going, sir, you need to slow down and enunciate. Dang old Megalomart go boom. It's like, I lost it. I, I I literally had to just pause it and laugh Ooh, for yeah. a good while. But yeah, King of the Hill, folks. See how we just chase those rabbits every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. buddy, buddy. This is so. a big rabbit hole right here, though, man. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm I'm a huge John Wayne fan, which me and Coop have talked about this. Uh, he's a huge Clint Eastwood fan, but I'm also a huge Clint Eastwood. I fan. am too. And I've seen a ton of these movies. Yep. That are on this list and. Um, if you if you are not a Clint Eastwood fan, would you just get the hell out of this country? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't need to be listening to this podcast. That's what I'm telling you right here. Because we're going to be talking about Clint Eastwood. All right, Clint Eastwood, folks. So if you were around in the '70s and '80s, you definitely knew about Clint Eastwood. Oh yeah, man. yeah. Clint Eastwood was born uh, May 31st, 1930. So, uh, Clint, at this time, so I guess that would be he's him. 90. He's 93. 93. He's 93 years old now. So uh, <laughs> He's still he, kicking. He's still kicking. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, he, he started in the 50s. You know, he was in a few movies and stuff right. uh, back in the day, like some really low-end, like, uncredited roles early on. But he got his big break in, in a series called Rawhide back in 1958. And he was on Rawhide for quite a while. Head them up, move them out, move them out, head them up. Rawhide. <laughs> ha! Oh, man, that's a pretty good. Then, good. then he started getting cast in like these Sergio Leone spaghetti westerns. Okay. And they are classic. They are classic. And it started, I think the first one was, which one is that? Fistful um, of Dollars. Fistful of Dollars in 1964. Uh, followed up in 65 for a few dollars more. And then in 66, The Good and the Bad and the Ugly. And, and that, that, is was, the tri- that is the trifecta. That is the trifecta of the Sergio Leone. And, you know, he was a man of few words in those. Yep. You know. Uh, but, yeah, the, that, that kind of really put him into movie star. Wah, wah, 
wah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, but I, I would say early on, but, but before the 70s, he kind of got his, his – he was definitely a Westerns guy. You know, he, he, he played yep. kind of an anti-hero in a lot of them. Uh, you know, Two Mules for Sister Sarah. You got Paint Your Wagon. Hang em High. Hang em High. And then in 70, he was in Kelly's Heroes, which is World War II. A great <laughs> movie, by the way. one of my all-time favorite Clint Eastwood movies. Yes. And there is a plethora. A plethora. I'm bringing that word back. Is it plethora? It's a plethora. A plethora of famous actors in that yeah, movie. Yeah, for those of you in Mississippi, that means a bunch of... <laughs> For you in Louisiana, that's a few. Anyway, um, there, uh, Donald Sutherland. Oh, yeah. Don Rickles. Oh, Carol yes. O'Connor. Uh-huh. Um, Was Telly Savalas in that Telly one, Telly Savalas yeah. is in that movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is great. Yeah. The whole pretense of that movie is them. Kelly hears about, which Kelly was Clint Eastwood. Right. Hears about this bank. That's full of gold. Yeah, Nazi and, gold. And and there's only like three tanks guarding it. That's it. Yeah. And so he puts together a plan to go heist the bank. Heist the bank. It is man. As World War, yeah, as a World War Two movie, and Earl Soldier saying, "Now oh, we're gonna rob the Nazis." <laughs> it's a great movie. It I remember that movie. one. Uh, and then he had Play Misty for me, which is kind of a psychological type right. thriller. Right. Uh, but it, basically, a disc jockey has this crazy fan. That you know is calling it's 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 kind of creepy, kind of a creepy movie. But then also in seventy one, he kind of had one of his iconic roles come out, and that's Dirty Harry. And dude, it just goes it just goes up from there. Yeah, he he kind of hits, yeah, uh, big time. So he plays Harry Callahan like throughout the seventies <laughs> and eighties a number of times. But yeah, that first Dirty Harry movie. If y'all uh, have never seen Dirty Harry. Uh, any of the Dirty Harry movies, which is going to be Dirty Harry, Magnum Force, um, Deadpool, The Enforcer, The Enforcer, yeah, all of those. He has got so many classic one-liners in that in yeah. those movies, and they're. One <laughs> was that one? It was from '83. It was Sudden Impact. Sudden Impact. Yeah. Where and that was that was one huge. of the most iconic yep. Dirty Harry lines or Clint Eastwood lines. Go ahead, go ahead, punk. Make my day. Yeah, yeah. you know. It's well, like, we're just not going to let you walk out of here. Yeah. We, sucker. Who's we? Me, Smith, Smith and, and Wesson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another, okay, another one of my favorite movies uh, that came out during uh, the 70s was The Outlaw Josie Wells. Oh, uh, man, that that's, another, that, as far as Westerns go. That's a Almost that's probably my all-time Western. all-time oh, favorite great Western. Western, and it's and basically a, not a. It's not really a Western. It's an. It's a uh, a post Civil War movie. Yeah, and um, he he's got an agenda. Yeah, in that movie, and I mean he doesn't really give a damn about anybody else. Um, some Union soldiers come through, and he he wasn't even part of the war. And they, yeah, they take his entire family out. Yeah. And he's on. He's, he's on. A he's on a. He's he's got, he's pissed. Yes, he's, <laughs> he's an angry Clint Eastwood, which is never good. But it's not just. It's not just the whole vendetta of that movie. It's yeah. it's everything that goes along with. There's a lot of comic relief in that movie. You know. Yeah. With the with the old Indian. Yeah. And, and I mean, just stuff like that. That was that just made it a great film. Yeah. That really good uh, movie. Now, now, one of my favorite roles that he ever had, and it was a, more of a comedic one. Uh, was Philo Beto in Every Which Way But Loose. 
which was 78. Well, I mean, I'm, came I'm out. pretty sure we saw that in theater together. Uh, 100% yes. sure. I'm, I'm, I know we did. Because I, I was looking at this list a while ago, and the very first Clint Eastwood movie I was allowed to see because of my parents yeah. was The Gauntlet. And I saw it with my Uncle Tommy. Yeah. Who we talked about? He, oh. you know, he, Uncle Tommy was something. Uncle Tommy, uh, but he loved Clint Eastwood. Yeah, and him, it was me and him and my dad and my brother, and we all went to see the Gauntlet. The Gauntlet, and then after that, I mean, every which way but loose, and then that list. I, I'm just. Do you want me to just keep reading? This sure, list? because. That was 78. 79, Escape from Alcatraz came out. Yeah, good movie. 80, Bronco Billy, and then the sequel to Every Which Way But Lose. Any Which Way You Can. Any Which Way You Can. And listen, as long <laughs> listen, you know what sold me on it as a kid, especially in 78? It, it had an orangutan in it. Mm-hmm. Come on, Clyde. Clyde. And Clyde, Clyde would flip people off. It was awesome. Yes, it was awesome. Yeah, we thought that was great. <laughs> well, then, and then in 82, Firefox. Firefox. It, had, it was him stealing a plane from, from the, the Russians. Russians. Yeah. That was so. Of course, me being the plane guy, was yeah, really into you were that. into that one. Sudden impact, he comes back. And, Dirty Harry Road, yeah. Uh, Tightrope, City Heat. That was the one with him and um, Burt Reynolds, wasn't it? Uh, yes, I think so. Uh, it may be City Heat, but Pell, I'll tell you, Pell Rider. Pell Rider, dude, it's a great Pell Rider. That was an '85, and that was a really good movie. Yeah, but my favorite. Yeah, is the next one on yeah, the list. The next one on the list is probably my all-time favorite. Me too. Eastwood movie for sure, one hundred percent. I will not say there's an, uh, my favorite on another on another one of these, but it's Heartbreak Ridge. Yes, isn't that great? Yeah, that is such a good movie. And that's I a Marine Corps seeing, movie, there, Mister Cooper. Yes, it is. And I remember <laughs> seeing that. Uh, yeah, that that's one of my all-time favorites. Um, you know, later on, he he kind of starts. You know, because at this point he's kind of aged. But I remember Unforgiven when it came out. Yes, and that was okay. Unforgiven '92 actually got Best Picture that year. It did. Yeah, but I mean, how can you not score with that one? You know, with uh, well, you got to back up. To 1990 with the rookie, and that was with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't even remember the rookie. I think that was Charlie Sheen. He was he was a cop in that one. That was a good movie too. Yeah, in the line of fire, I remember seeing a very good movie. Uh, a good movie, um, and then you know he did a little something for the ladies. He did Bridges of Madison yeah, County, which you, I didn't see that I movie. I've never seen that. One. I have never imagined that. I think my mom went to see that movie. And imagine it was that wonderful. You, that movie is wonderful. You and I <laughs> not going to see Bridges of Madison County. I just can't believe that you and I didn't go see that together chris no you no know. right absolute power really good true yep. crime space, space cowboys, cowboys was fun space <laughs> was cowboys because that also had donald sutherland back in with yep. him and who else i can't remember but it was about you know like i said Tommy at this Lee point jones, wasn't it? yes Tommy Tommy Lee Tommy Lee jones. Movie. Yeah, it's a good movie it is a good movie um million dollar baby i you know i think that might have also gotten best picture it did but I never, I've got never best seen director. that. He, he directed that movie. Yes. You've never seen Million Dollar Baby? I have never seen Million Dollar Baby. That, I guess I need that to. That actually turns out to be kind of a sad movie. But yeah. But that's really, really a good movie. Uh, Gran Torino was good. Yep. That was a really good one right there. Uh, but yeah, he, he has continued. As a matter of fact, uh, I think the last movie he was in was in 2021 called Cry Macho. So, I mean. I haven't seen that You one. know, what a career, man. I you haven't know. seen The Mule, which everybody says is really good. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Um, Cry Macho, I haven't seen that. And these are just the ones he's acted in. But the last one that I remember sitting down and watching start to finish, and the reason is is because of my son with baseball, but trouble with the curve. Yeah. 
Really, really good movie. If good you haven't movie. seen that, it's really good. Okay. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, man, yeah, and I had a fantastic career. But yeah, that's some of my favorite. I remember, you know, a lot of times, like during the eighties, man. If Clint Eastwood was in it, it was like yeah, you would go see it. You were you there. Know, you were there. But his his one liners, like one of his one liners that I always bring up, that that cracks me up every time I see it, and I cannot for the life of me. Um, I want to think. I want to say it's either in Magnum Force or The Enforcer. It's one of the two, but the captain is just eating his ass out over something that he's done. And he just sits there and looks at him the whole time. And then he gets done. He says, Captain. He's like, what? And he's like, your mouthwash ain't making it. Turns around and walks off. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> your mouthwash ain't making yeah, it. Man. Yeah. He's classic. Man, you know, that, that whole thing, though, that, you know, the uh, – I just remember uh, – uh, watching, you know, a lot of the Sergio Leone westerns that he did back in the '60s and early '70s with Dad, and, and Lee Van Cleef, yep, in there as well, you know, playing generally his nemesis, right? In those, it was great, man. It was just, it was just good filmmaking. Those, those, that's the trifecta of Clint Eastwood westerns mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, now that in that spaghetti western style, we're chasing a rabbit here, but if you watch those three movies. Mm-hmm. You need to turn around and watch My Name is Nobody. Yes. Which Clint Eastwood is not in. No, but, but Lee Van Cleef in, in it. Uh, Henry Fonda's in that movie. Henry Fonda, yeah. And Trinity is his name. Yes. Um, but, dude, that those, <laughs> that movie's hysterical. It, yeah. And it's Spaghetti Western meant to be, also. Yeah, but they were meant to be more comedic. They were, they were comedic. They were very much meant to be the comedic kind of. But I highly, re- I highly recommend it. Entertaining. I highly recommend it. Entertaining. Uh, but you know the 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 whole thing. So if if I'm going my top three, Clint Eastwood movies. Okay, it's going to be the first Dirty Harry. It's going to be um, Firefox, and then it's going to be Heartbreak Ridge. That's your top three. That's my top three. Yeah. Well, I liked Firefox a lot. I, I like. I like them all, but if yeah. I have to pick my top three, my top three is going to be Kelly's Heroes, That's, Dirty Harry, and Heartbreak Ridge. Heartbreak Ridge. For sure. Movie. But Kelly's Heroes, man, is a classic. Ah, it really is. It's I, good stuff. I, guys, you know, I tell you all this all the time. If you've never seen that movie, just watch yeah, it. Yeah, Kelly's Heroes is great. <laughs> Carol, it really is. Carol O'Connor's a general. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's listening to them, and they're talking. You know, they got – they. He, Oh, uh, Donald Sutherland's a tank operator, and so he had to have tanks to go in there. And they're, they're like in there, and Carol O'Connor's in there in his smoking jacket. And they're like, General, we got to just shut up the game's on. Go, 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 go. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, guys, uh, we certainly appreciate you joining us for these podcasts. We, we love every one of you. We do. And the best way you can support us is honestly just by listening to the podcast. And so uh, we thank you for all that. Uh, we're starting to get a slowly but surely. I think we're building an audience here. I and, hope so. Yeah. I mean, I, we really. Enjoy I mean, we doing just enjoy these. doing these because we do them anyway. We'd, we'd, we'd be talking about Clint Eastwood movies, and yep. now we just stuck a microphone in front of our faces so we can do it. You know, and and kind of bring this stuff to you guys. But listen. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can always go to retroshow.net, click on support the podcast. You can also uh, reach us. Uh, Chris, I think I mentioned before that we now have a telephone number. You did. I did. I, you know what? 
I can tell them what that number is. Why, Chris, give us that number. 501-697-9933. Did you hear that, people? 501-697-9933. 501-697-9933. That's right. And so if you call us, you can either call or text us. You can text us, but we'd literally love it if you called. Leave a comment. Leave a comment on a show, and we may include it in a future episode. But, folks, listen, we do appreciate each and every one of you, and uh, we hope that you join us again next time. Are we done? Yeah, I think we're pretty much done what on this What the one. hell, man? There's like 900 Clint Eastwood movies here to talk about. Are you kidding me? Well, <laughs> I think we went through all of them. Well, it just seems so yeah, quick. I did. It went, time, time flies when you're having fun. It does. Or if you're doing this. Listen, guys, I love all of you. I like a couple of you. AMF, guys. <laughs>